Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Yes, that's the sound of rock cracking. One more time, you got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And listen, (laughs) the rocks are still cracking. Like I said, as long as President Donald Trump is in the White House, rock splitting politics will have plenty to talk about. And last week's no exception. We have titled this week's show, Bar Star Shines Bright. And the light seems the brightest when you got the darkness of the deep state, the media, the mainstream, lamestream media going off about all these different things. But last week, (laughs) they were put on edge when uh, the Attorney General, Bill Barr, Went down to El Salvador, down Central America, MS-12 uh, and all these uh, gang problems coming, deriving the birth in uh, Central America and, and causing havoc in the United States and, and, the, and the part of the immigration problem, illegal immigration problem. So Bill Barr was in El Salvador, but when he was there, he talked to the Fox News Bill Hemmer and uh and, and Mr. Hemmer t- talked to him about a range of subjects dealing a lot with the Mueller report and what is just freaking out the mainstream media and liberal media and this <laughs> and this interview with Fox News by Attorney General Bill Barr has just stirred up the uh, hornet's nest. As far as the liberals concerned, they feel like they were stung and they feel like this attorney general is not Donald Trump's wingman. Oh, where did that come from? Yes, that's right. President Obama had an attorney general uh, that said he was President Obama's wingman. And they were going off on Bill Barr for being, oh, I think he's the personal attorney of uh, President Trump now. He's acting like that instead of the attorney general. Well, what <laughs> what do you think Eric Holder did when he was attorney general for President Obama? <laughs> and for that matter, Loretta Lynch, when she was attorney general for President Obama and supposedly the next president, Hillary Clinton. And <laughs> that's why she met on the uh, the. Uh, at the airport with uh, Bill Clinton in, uh, in a secret meeting uh, just days before Hillary Clinton was going to uh, be under an uh, FBI uh, uh, interview. So a lot of stuff to go around, but let's get right in. we got some clips, but instead of letting you listen to Bill Barr's interview with Bill Hemmer of Fox News, they actually put some clips on the 
mainstream media, MSNBC. There's a show with uh, Ari Melber. And let me play you a little bit of that show last week when he played some clips from Bill Barr. And listen to this from the mainstream media's point of view. They are freaked out. No, I tell you what. <laughs> I'm going to play him in a minute, but let me play a clip <laughs> from uh, a, a, another a friend of MSNBC, Brian Williams' show, that had a, a guest on that has his own show, but uh, he had to ask him this being dark in America. Furbishit. Um, Donnie, I don't want to end dark, but I'm going to have to. And that is to say that when you're on Deadline White House with Nicole Wallace at four in the afternoon, you are often one of the voices that reminds the table and reminds the viewers beyond exactly how bad things are in your view and exactly how dark we've gotten but like the frog boiling experiment it hasn't felt like that it would feel like that if we took a vacation on the moon and came back so the question how dark are things right now to you very very dark and i want to say this with, with with no exaggeration if you look throughout history and you become a student of history and the worst of what humans have done throughout history Trump is using that playbook in every way you possibly can. You start with creating an other. You get enough rich people to look the other way, and that's how you get power. And then what you do is obviously you destroy the credibility of a press. You get a judicial system that is no longer independent. You start to blur um, se uh, separation of powers. And we should be very frightened. It's not just saying, you know, or authoritarian tendencies. Um, I believe this man is capable of, of horrific, horrific deeds. And I'm not saying specifically what that is, but let your imagination go. And also do not kid yourself. If he gets voted out of office, he will say it was fake. He will say the, the polls were rigged. He will tell his people to take to the streets. People have to understand this is not a man who is playing with any, out any boundaries of what our normal civilization, our normal democracy has. And um, I, I use the word sociopath, and I know you're not supposed to use psychological terms, but, and Michael Cohn, who stood by his side for 10 years, the last thing he said when he, when he spoke to Congress was, he will not go softly. So the Democrats better get this one right. So if you are a believer in the mainstream, mainstream media, these are dark days, and I have to play that clip. I just wanted you to understand, because I know a lot of you may not listen to MSNBC. I try not to. I try to avoid it. But I know for the purpose of this show, some of you can't stand to listen to it. So I have to listen to some of it. And it is such a it's such a awful feeling to think that many Americans feel this way. But they hear this dribble night after night about how the president is treasonous, a liar, a cheat. Uh, tree, you know, when you call the president of the United States, uh, say he's guilty of treason, then you are marking this country in a bad light. And I mean, you come from a perspective of, you, do you love this country or do you just, um, do you hate it? And so many of these liberals, when they're in power, they love that they're changing America into a socialist state. And then when they're not in power, they just hate America. That's what it seems like. I mean, it's just that simple. But I wanted you to play. That's some of the darkness that they 
mainstream mainstream media feel like they're up against. But let me play a clip off uh, what I started to early on, the Ari Melber show on MSNBC. So uh, take a listen to what he had to say about the interview with uh, Attorney General Bill Barr and Bill Hemmer's uh, from Fox News, the interview from El Salvador. Attorney General Bill Barr has been under steady fire for misleading the public about the Mueller report. A congressional committee voted to hold him in contempt, and now he's speaking out in his first TV interview since then. Barr deciding to get in front of cameras to make news and notice where he's choosing to make it. Fox News. Barr speaking to Fox's Bill Hemmer. And we should note that while on Fox, Barr appeared to echo one of the network's biggest Trump-defending anchors. Using untrue, something that is unverifiable, Russian misinformation, propaganda, outright lies, paid for by Hillary Clinton. To have opposition research like that, especially one that on its face uh, had a number of clear mistakes. As the very basis for a warrant to spy, not only on an American citizen, but an American citizen working for the Trump campaign. To use that to to conduct uh, counterintelligence against American political campaign is a strange, uh, would be a strange development. That last line from Barr, flatly inaccurate. There's no public reports of surveillance of a, quote, political campaign. There's court-approved surveillance of several individuals. I just got to jump in and I can't stand the lamestream media when they say, oh, they were uh, given a right to spy on from the FISA court, they were given the right to spy on an individual to happen to be in the campaign. No, once that individual is zeroed in on, <laughs> there's a lot of people, they listen into their conversations. And that's what needs to be opened up to we see just because they had Carter Page they were spying on, how many others because Carter Page talked to others, so they kept... Uh, they kept being able to listen to more and more and more and more of the Trump campaign. Uh, why? Why? And how many? <laughs> That's what the mainstream media doesn't want you to know. And ironically, it was Team Trump themselves that played down the idea that the people you see here were key to the campaign, minimizing the role of unpaid advisors like Papadopoulos and Page. And on the law, judges found ties worth surveilling here. As you can see, three of the surveilled advisors ended up pleading guilty. Now, the wider context for these new remarks from Barr, which are newsworthy, are really his embrace in rhetoric and also in related actions of these DOJ reviews to investigate the Mueller investigators. Take a look. Well, the first step is find out exactly what happened. I've been trying to get answers to questions, and I found that a lot of the answers have been inadequate. And I, I've also found that uh, some of the explanations I've gotten don't hang together. So in, in a sense, I have more questions today than I did when I first started. We should be worried about whether government officials abuse their power and put their thumb on the scale. And, and so I'm not saying that happened, uh, but I'm saying that we have to look at that. Bars echoing Trump there, questioning if the FBI has its thumb on the scale. Of course, it was Trump's own appointee who tapped Mueller and oversaw him and recently vouched for the whole probe. And what Barr knows as a veteran prosecutor is the FBI and DOJ, they don't make the call about surveillance anyway. Prosecutors don't decide whether or not to issue a warrant. Judges do. Independent judges okay to all the surveillance that you hear Barr talking about now. And again, if you want to get into it, if defendants want to challenge that, they have a venue to do so in court. It won't be in a private review overseen by Mr. Barr. 
Now, this is basic stuff, which means even the FBI director, handpicked by Trump after the Comey firing, was duty-bound to rebut Barr's spying claim. Do you believe that they're engaging in spying when they're following FBI investigative policies and procedures? Well, that's not the term I would use. Do you have any evidence that any illegal surveillance into the campaigns or individuals associated with the campaigns by the FBI occurred? I don't think I personally have any evidence of that sort. There is another big claim from Barr here, that he's fine with Trump using that witch hunt term to also describe Mueller's probe. If you were the president, I think you would view it as a as a witch hunt and a hoax. He has been hammered uh, for something, uh, you know, for allegedly conspiring with the Russians. And that we now know that was simply false. Now, everybody in the liberal media, get this right. Get this straight. Bill Barr didn't say it was a witch hunt. He said he could understand how the president feels it's a witch hunt when he knew everything was a lie. When he knew the campaign had nothing to do with Russia. And so... The mainstream, lamestream media want to say that Barr felt this calling it a witch hunt, too. If he called it a witch hunt, he wouldn't have gone through, let Mueller get through the whole report. But this is something to twist and turn and make it look like that everything they can do to discredit Attorney General Bill Barr. And yet Bill Barr is standing up with some guts. And that's why I'm saying Barr's star is shining bright now because the darkness, this darkness from the very beginning when I played the uh, part from Brian Williams' show where they talk about how dark it is and the liberal uh, agenda of this country, well, that is the, sh- the bright light that is shining in from Donald Trump and others and Attorney General Bill Barr is helping the darkness to have to go hide under the crevices and they can't stand it. But the light is enlightening America, and that's what I would say. So let's continue on with this <laughs> clip. Now, a witch hunt would be an improper investigation, hunting for witches. The fact that this was a valid investigation and didn't end in every single thing that was investigated being charged, if anything, shows how fair it was. So you could probe anything. Probe X, the fact that at the end of the probe you don't charge someone for X, obviously doesn't mean the probe was pointless, let alone a witch hunt. Barr is the attorney general. He knows that. So without a conspiracy charge, you still have a lawful investigation, not a witch hunt. And there are also these other questions about obstruction, of course, with 700-plus federal prosecutors saying that what's in the Mueller report looks to them like a crime committed by the president. There's just a rule you don't charge him. Then take a look at Barr trying to justify something that just about everyone knows is bad because the Trump people tried to stop it from happening. But here's Trump's new attorney general saying maybe there were good reasons for the attempts to fire Bob Mueller. Elsewhere, the report does say that McGahn was told by Trump to talk to Rosenstein to complain about uh, conflicts of interest that Mueller had and have Mueller removed for conflicts of interest. And there's a difference. There you have Barr trying to say this was all about conflicts of interest, as if there was no attempt to fire Mueller. I think Bill Barr is right. (laughs) Bill Barr is so right to bring this out and explain everything in context. (laughs) And the liberal media does not want to hear the truth. Now, this is important because he's not Trump's defense lawyer. He's the attorney general. The Mueller report shows McGahn called his own lawyer 
because he thought it was so improper that Trump was asking him to fire Mueller. All right. I don't think the liberal media will ever get Donald Trump. Go back to the book that Newt Gingrich wrote about understanding Trump, what Trump means as president. And the media has never understood him on his own terms. The media loved Donald Trump when they thought they could help get him the Republican nomination, and they did. They worked so hard to get Donald Trump the Republican nomination. They did. They gave him all this free airtime. They laughed about him. They did everything. Thought, oh, if we get him as the Republican nominee, Hillary Clinton will waltz into the White House. The media helped. They helped make Trump. They did. Because they just thought it would be so easy to beat Donald Trump. And now, now that he's president, they've done everything since before he was even inaugurated. Working in, uh, you talk about a conspiracy? Well, I think the media was in cahoots with those going out of the Obama administration and everybody to say, let's get this president Let's nip it in the bud, get him impeached immediately, and that's what they worked toward. And I hope Bill Barr will find some of these answers and see when the timeline when this began. Now, in just a minute, I want to play a little more from uh, the Brian Williams MSNBC show, and then we're going to play a little bit from Sean Hannity to help sum up what was really going on right here. But before we do, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And we're glad to have you. We invite you to tell your friends and neighbors about Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics. We talk about things, bring things together, just like bringing these clips here together. When you have people bring something from Fox News, something from MSNBC, but get an overall picture of what's going on in this country. But Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics wants to help you better understand the liberal agenda, where it's taken us, and why conservative values the Constitution, the words of the Constitution, what being stands strong on, what's made this country great, and it's being made great again, and we're using everybody's input. It's not some white, black, red, yellow, blue, green, whatever you want to call it. It's Americans who are standing up for the Constitution. That's what we want to reflect reflect that light of the constitution and in people's lives make america not only great again we want to make america the best it's ever been everybody everybody all american citizens and have a robust legal immigration i think it's great immigration for the robust legal way but not illegal immigration we've got to get a wall built and a new congress who will enact new immigration laws and get this under control and so be talking to your congressman and congresswoman whoever represents you make sure they're on the agenda to build a wall and get this immigration under control or find somebody to run against them very important these days very important now let me get you right back and uh we're going to hear a clip from brian williams and uh, then, uh, and like I said, Sean Hamsey sort of sh- sums up what's going on. So listen to this clip from Brian Williams, MSNBC. Away on a Friday night. As we bring another week to an end, good evening once again from our NBC News headquarters here in New York. Day 848 of the Trump administration and the president's latest assertion 
that the Russia investigation was actually all about illegal surveillance on his presidential campaign, which he prefers to call the more nefarious title of spying. That belief is getting new support from his hand-picked Attorney General William Barr. This was Trump's message early today, and we quote, My campaign for president was conclusively spied on. Nothing like this has ever happened in American politics. A really bad situation. Treason means long jail sentences, and this was treason. So, usual Friday stuff there, but about the same time, the Wall Street Journal posted an interview with Attorney General Barr. The AG told the journal, quote, government power was used to spy on American citizens. Barr also talked about his newly launched inquiry into the origins of the Russia investigation with Fox News, saying it's necessary because special counsel Mueller's work did not cover the possibility that officials may have abused their power. He was looking at the, whether or not the Trump campaign had uh, conspired with the Russians, but he was not going back and looking at the counterintelligence program. Can you tell us what the Steele dossier had to do with this? It's a very unusual situation to have opposition research like that, especially one that on its face uh, had a number of clear mistakes. To use that to, to conduct uh, counterintelligence against the American political campaign is a strange uh, would be a strange development. Republicans have said for months that these men, Brennan, Clapper, maybe James Comey, had it in for Trump. Do you think that's true? Uh, again, I'm not going to speculate about their motives. The president calls this a witch hunt. He calls it a hoax. If you were the president, I think he would view it as a, as a witch hunt and a hoax. Note that there have been no public reports of surveillance of a, quote, political campaign. The FBI has also said it did not rely solely on the Steele dossier to launch this inquiry. Late today, a former FBI official who helped oversee parts of the Russia investigation defended the Bureau's actions. We were concerned about what was going on here, and those events didn't just happen in a vacuum. We were looking at what Russia was up to generally and the threat that they posed. We were looking at what they were trying to do with our election. Now, Brian Williams is going to say here in just a minute, like all the lamestream media, they, they say, well, there wasn't anything in the campaign. There wasn't any spying on the campaign, just people in there. But what has not been answered and what's very important and what they never, never have questions. I mean, when Watergate, it was like the press want to know everything was going on with Watergate, want to know when it happened and what did the president know when he knew it. The question about this is, was it just the campaign, Carter Page and George Stephanopoulos being uh, looked at? And now we can look at General Flynn, who uh, a lot of this, the national security uh, director when he, he was there for about two weeks 14 days and he got kicked out and and then found out that he had been uh, telling uh, some untruth about he had uh what what he worked with uh some foreign powers the russian who getting paid by russian getting paid by turkey but what we don't know is was he set up that's a question i want to know he got money was that money cia money that was funneled through turkey funneled through russia somehow was it really I, I we don't know but the mainstream media doesn't seem to want to know that answer now we find out george papanopoulos he was set up by a cia agent to try to 
why did they set these people up? I'm not saying they did. I'm not saying they did that for General Flynn. I'm not saying, but we know that people in the Obama administration hated General Flynn. He was once uh, a very high up in the Obama administration, but he did not agree with President Obama on a lot of security things. And he got out. And what if they wanted to discredit him? What if they set up something? Oh, nobody would be so evil. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's what we want to know. Did somebody high up in the CIA? Did somebody like a national uh, security director? Was it Clapper? Was it Brennan? Did somebody hate General Flynn so much they want to ruin his career by maybe setting him up for some of these things and funding a little money that way to really mess up his life? Did that happen? And if it did, we need to know. Did it happen to George Papanopoulos? Did it happen to Carter Page where they were set up so that they could have a means, the reason to go to a FISA court and say we need to survey these people, we need to spy on these people so that that way they were saying we have a legitimate reason to spy on the campaign and know what's going on and we'll know what's going on and we'll get Hillary Clinton elected. Did that happen? We don't know, but that's why we need to know these answers, and that's why Attorney General Barr star is shining. Barr star is shining bright. Let it shine into the darkness, and let's see if any of this happened. If it did, it should mean jail time for some folks. How far to the extent, who all was involved, the fact that Ukraine now is talking about, uh, you know, Manafort, uh, now, where did they get that information from Manafort? Well, it came out of Ukraine. Did someone in the Obama administration ask for that information, tell them to dig it out? Did it Was it paid for? Do we know this? Was money exchanged hands? Was some of that millions of dollars given to the uh, law firm that uh, started this whole mess? How about some, did that, some of that money go to Ukraine? We talk about Russian collusion, Ukrainian collusion. It's there, but it's on the Hillary Clinton side. Wow. That's why this is important. Now, we're going to finish up the show. I wanted to play this little clip that began in the last Friday night show with Sean Hannity. He talked about Freedom of Press, a book that uh, Mark Levin's coming out with. I believe it's going to be a great book. But I do want you to hear just his opening monologue because it sort of sums up what we're looking at at this show. I want you to show the darkness that the liberals are, are living in. But I want you to hear Sean Hannity. He sums up what's going on. Then I'll have a few couple words to end the show. Glad you're listening to us. Take a listen from to Sean Hannity's show from last Friday night. From the Russia collusion delusion to Covington to ignoring the biggest abuse of power corruption scandal in our nation's history, we're going to take it apart piece by piece. We will expose how they have abandoned the great tradition of freedom of the press in this country, choosing to act as nothing but partisan hacks rather than serious investigators, choosing to put fake news narratives over facts for years at a time, choosing to smear anyone and everyone who dares calls out their lack of ethics, their lack of objectivity. Remember, the hate Trump media mob and the biggest names on the left never thought it would get to this point, never thought President Trump 
would pull off what was one of the biggest political upsets in American history and deliver success after success, record after record, helping the forgotten men and women of this country. Let's take a look. We better be ready for the fact that he might be leading the Republican ticket. Next. <laughs> I know you don't believe that, but I want to go on. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. Which Republican candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Of the declared ones right now, Donald Trump. <laughs> Mr. Trump, to answer your call for political honesty, I just want to say you're not going to be president, all right? <laughs> It's been fun. President Obama will go down as perhaps the worst president in the history of the United States! Exclamation point. At real Donald Trump. Well, at real Donald Trump. At least I will go down as a president. And a failed one at that. And remember how they reacted the night Donald Trump won the election? November 2016? They started out, they were giddy, they were happy, the exit polls well, they showed that Donald Trump didn't win a single state. All through the night, the mood started to change, and it became completely unhinged. Actually, hysteria broke out. You might remember. America is crying tonight. I'm not sure how much of America, but a very, very significant portion. And I mean literally crying. Yeah. This is a sadness. It is a, a mourning moment for, for those people. Uh, and it is, it is a moment filled with fear, fear, filled with fear. Our country is about to face some serious crises. And so, I mean, buckle up. Your country needs you. It's a pretty extraordinary thing to say. Uh, if you have a son in the Marine Corps and that you don't trust the commander-in-chief. The people in the military defend the Constitution. This was a white lash. This was a white lash against a changing country. It was a white lash against a black president in part. And sadly, since that night, things have only gotten worse. The liberal left-wing press, they refuse to have any accountability, any responsibility for their failures. And now they're just doubling down on what is a psychotic anti-Trump rage and frankly destroying whatever credibility they may have ever had. Here's just a small sample of their lowlights. Is this president trying to impersonate Hugo Chavez, Recep Tayyip Erdogan? Vladimir Putin. He said today, America first. It was not just the racial, I mean, the, I should say racial, the Hitlerian uh, background to it. Trump needs to be medicated and hospitalized. Donald Trump, again, being a schmuck. We can surely say his words have absolutely emboldened white supremacists. He has given oxygen to racists. He is clearly trying to ignite a civil war in this country. There's a sign out there that's been hung up in the White House or outside the White House saying, if you're not white, you're not especially welcome. He's a racist. Breathless hysteria, conspiracy theories, fake news story after fake news story, every minute, every hour, every 24-hour day, every week, every month as they work in concert with their partners, the Democratic Party. Nothing but a mere extension. Well, I'll let uh, Sean Hannity sort of sum everything up. He played those clips from when President Trump then announced his presidency and everybody laughed at him. And then when he won, the sad faces in the liberal the mainstream media just it was uh it was unbelievable it was a night to remember a historic night but now the way they have never let up relentlessly they've been going after this president trying to get him kicked out of office removed from office 
and now you can they've thrown everything but the kitchen sink at him they've thrown the kitchen sink at him now this Mueller report and they still can't get him down so you know next year election year is going to be unbelievable negative press that that's going to be uh more than what we've ever heard before but i want to say this i want to have this bar's star is shining bright and i hope that he'll get to the bottom of what caused the Mueller report what caused these uh people in the campaign to be spied on and were uh were they victims of entrapment uh we need to know we need to know that's doc holiday's rock splitting politics this week and Hey, next week we'll have another great show. The Rocks keep on splitting. We'll keep talking about it and letting you know things that you won't necessarily hear anywhere else. So listen to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.